Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with your hosts, Michael Ross and Christian Lipinski. Every week, we'll dive into the stuff we find interesting through our work in this business. We'll have industry updates, expert guests, and our own musings on what we think the future might look like. We also want to hear from you. If there's a topic you'd like to have featured on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hi, Christian Lipinski here, and welcome to another episode of I Need a Hotel, the podcast. Now, firstly, I want to thank all returning listeners for sticking with us. Uh, the last three episodes have done remarkably well, so thanks for that. And those who are just joining us, uh, make sure you take uh, some time out and uh, check out our other episodes. Now, this week, I thought we'd talk a bit more about OTAs, or online travel agencies, and more specifically, the difference between an OTA and an OTC uh, or an online travel club, which Bidroom is. Now, of course, I am joined by my co-host, CEO and co-founder of Bidroom, Michael Ross, and uh, who better to discuss this topic with? Michael, it's good to have you back this week. I'm really happy to be here. And of course, I think the topic is uh, super interesting because I'm more than happy to talk about Bidroom and the journey and everything what you want to know. Yeah, well, I got uh, quite a few different questions here for you today. So I think we should just start off with, I guess, uh, you know, where did Bidroom come from and and the name Bidroom? Yeah, a good question. This question, people, a lot of, actually, a lot of people asking where it came from. And it's actually a combination of the word bedroom. Uh, Of course, it's the place where you're staying if you go to a hotel. Uh, and second thing is actually when we started, hotels could make an offer on a guest. So this is, uh, I think it was around right. 2014, uh, really like a MVP. Uh, what we did, hotels in that case received an email. So uh, for example, Christian was searching for a hotel in Rome. We sent out a request to all the hotels in Rome. Hotels in Rome could make an offer for Christian. Mm-hmm. They had 24 hours to place a bid for you. And actually the hotels were competing with each other to give you a direct deal. Right on. So this is how it started, actually. And of course, we learned a lot that we had to change a lot of stuff. But um, actually, when we started, it was kind of simple uh, mm-hmm. to work this way to get some learnings. And then we see you have to automate a lot of stuff and step away from 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 bidding. So what was the, What was the problem with the the OTAs or online travel agencies uh, that you saw that uh, these these hotels were complaining about, or you saw that hey, we need to come up with a solution for this? Commission was number one. You saw that also they knew that during the years the commission was keeping increasing. Yeah. Um, they're, they're losing actually the control. They couldn't even build it, decide on their own pricing strategy online and their own website. So, I think there were a lot of complaints from the hotels and and. Yeah. If every conversation actually moved more into the direction if complaining uh, of complaining hotels, I said, okay, I have to do something with this. Right. I really have to make this 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 industry more transparent and, and fair. I start a new booking platform. We'll figure out later what will be our, our business model. Mm-hmm. I always had a strong preferences for subscriptions, but still in the beginning, it's okay, let's let's start and then get the learnings later and improve mm-hmm. where we can we can improve. So with the the first incarnation of Bidroom, uh, where the hotels would would bid on a customer, how did that work out, or what did you see that worked from that, or, or what didn't work from that that kind of built uh, the the new model, or when you changed the model? Yeah, it was an, a manual process for the hotels, right? So if you were searching for for Barcelona and it was sent to hotels in Barcelona, you saw that for example, hundred hotels were bidding on a stay for Christian. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was kind of fun for the hotels but yeah. if you're just bidding on, on christian and if there's 100 offers coming in and one hotel got a deal it means 99 of the hotels were spending time to make you a great deal mm-hmm. but didn't get a deal because it went to the other one so 
there was quite some manual involvement from the hotels needed. And they were not always, of course, well, not always a booking because if there are 100 hotels are book, uh, bidding on you, making an offer, one of them get a deal. So we saw we have to automate it yeah. um, to really make it work for the hotels because they love the initial idea to, to change stuff. But to make it this this manual bidding, uh, mm. when they didn't always get the booking, it was sometimes disappointing for them. Sure. So then, uh, what uh, happened with Bidroom after that model? So what did you go to next uh, after the bidding model? Yeah. Well, we decided that we have to make it all automatically and make sure that we can guarantee lower prices than any OTA. So what we did, we built a, a new platform, mm -hmm. completely new Bidroom 2.0. I think this was launched around 2016, uh, which actually included like completely automated offers. So uh, hotels could set up uh, a discount compared with other OTAs uh, and it's fully automated offers, which means if you're searching for Barcelona, what we did, uh, automatically we sent a request to the hotels, which we were onboarded, but they actually, they already giving us specific discount percentages compared with others. Yep. Automatically we're calculating a price for them and push it back. So actually everything was automated Hotels super happy because they could onboard and took them maybe five minutes once to make an account on Bidroom, and that's pretty it. And, and forever they could get bookings without doing anything manually. And between between now and uh, then, when you switch the model, has there been evolution with Bidroom? Has it changed? Uh, whether it's the technologies uh, or the processes, uh, I know you were talking about commission and looking at subscription. Uh, why would going to subscription kind of solve that problem? Mm -hmm. We knew if we're going to charge a commission, first of all, we didn't want to charge commission because that's something with those don't prefer and just don't like anymore. Uh, yeah, and, and especially because you're afraid, even though when you, and we were testing, we asked no hotels, what if you're charging really low commission? Yep. And they, the, the first answer, they said yes, but the rest did the same. They started maybe with 6% and now they're charging yep. me 15. So can you guarantee that you will never do the same? So directly they had this, this kind of, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the history came back actually what also happened with the, with the OTAs. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. Let's, let's do different D's. So of course the upcoming, um, subscriptions in there, the Spotify's, et cetera. I remember that was a, one of the first early datos I think of, of using Spotify, the paid plan is okay. This, this, yeah. this model could work. Of course we had to deal with hotels. We asked, okay, what if you paying us a, a fixed fee uh, per month to be on bedroom? Uh, someone tells, okay, it could work. Some hotels, okay. Yeah. But what if, I don't get bookings or a specific revenue. So at the end, we, we turn up also for hotels and revenue model, but based on revenue. Mm -hmm. What we saw as well, especially for the consumer, they have the biggest advantage, right? Even a hotel giving 10% discount on a stay and they're saving maybe 50 or 60 euro on a stay, if they could put part of it uh, is actually covering the membership fee, mm -hmm. uh, which means in this case, the membership fee should, could be a no-brainer. Um, but for all future bookings, they are just saving even much more. It right. could work. And you see that actually going to B2C to go to direct to, to charge the guest, it makes sense, right? It was also a bit like if you're checking what is, what is offered by credit card companies or anything, you're paying an, an, an annual fee, which in their case much, uh, is often much higher. You get a lot of services added value in return. It's okay, we just in that case, we make sure that we always have the best deal. Yep. Our, our goal is to at least um, in one booking to have your membership fee paid back. Actually, in most of the cases, it's also the case. And, and we're charging in that case the, the user, uh, which means the hotel can give a great deal to the, to the user. He making more revenue and the, the user is happy because he's safe on his journey. Sure. And, and that's uh, uh, another thing that you brought up is um, uh, in there that there's extra added value 
or benefits. I mean, we talk about uh, OTA, online travel agencies, um, you know, Expedia, whatever it may be. And then Bidroom doesn't classify itself as an OTA, classifies it as an OTC. Is that correct? And what is that and what's the difference? Yeah, indeed, we are. We call ourselves an OTC. It's called an online travel community or online travel club. It also gives the opportunity because hotels are not always allowed to give lower prices. So mm-hmm. when we build this closed user platform, mm-hmm. hotels are allowed again to give lower prices to to others, right? And if you look at the OTAs, one of the conditions their agreements, some of them, is written and it's also changed per country. Is that we can't give lower prices on different booking platforms. So by having in that case a closed user platform gave us also the opportunity to to get lower prices from the from the hotels and also we 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 learning from the guests we 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 can see the behavior which in also helping us to build a better product yep. so it's also helping us to improve the service improve the product we can see uh, who's searching in that case and what is their kind of behavior and it's also helping us to to improve the product uh, as well again by having a closed user platform as I mentioned before. Um, you can see the same in any subscription service, membership service, you're subscribing to get access to something. So yep. it also makes sense if you have a subscription model that you have a giving access to, to, to a platform. So by having a, cl- a closed user group, you know, first of all, it's the, the learnings that we get. Second of all, of course, we, we are able to get much lower prices from the hotels. Right. And if, uh, uh, you know, anybody has any kind of questions why they can't sell their hotel rooms cheaper, uh, go check out our first episode on rate parity because we discussed that whole uh, topic before. Um, you know, another thing I noticed about uh, Bidroom 2 is that uh, there's a lot of different perks. Not only the hotel rooms are the cheaper prices, uh, but we see um, when we say travel club, uh, it's also a marketplace. Uh, maybe you can tell me a little bit about that and why that's important to add to the bedroom pa- platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the big changes that actually what is happening that a user is searching on an OTA website uh, for, and then he, what he's going to do, he's going to phone the, the hotel and ask them for a better deal because they know they're paying commission. This is something actually what we automated, yeah. which means in this case we are a marketplace, uh, which means we connect the traveler with the, with the hotel. It means also we don't, charge the stay of the traveler. Um, it's the hotel who's charging them. So we connect them directly. And in return, of course, we asking a membership fee for the guests because we are able to negotiate as this is great deals for, for them. So yes, indeed, it's, it's always to make sure you have a great fit, right? So we always working as well that we have the right hotels for, for our travelers that we know who our travelers are, which is is good because we're, as, as I mentioned, we are a closed user platform. We, we know our members, so we know also what kind of people are searching. So we really make sure that everything is matching. So we offering the right hotels to our travelers. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, partnerships. Uh, this is uh, another thing that that I see with Bidroom is, you know, besides the hotel rooms, there's partnerships with Avis, Visa, uh, you name it. There's so many different companies. Uh, tour companies, you know, experience companies, um, you know, why do you think that's also important to add uh, to Bidroom? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's the one big community, right? It's like the travel industry is something, if you're traveling somewhere, uh, mm-hmm. it's a hotel is one of the things you need, right? You're just needing a flight, you need maybe a transfer towards activities. So we said, okay, if we're partnering with other companies, first of all, we get even uh, value to both of us. We're helping each other, which means okay. we can push 
uh, also traffic or, or potential bookings to partners. But second of all, they can also give, for example, bidder membership in return to their uh, uh, customers. Yeah. So it's a win-win situation, what we do often with, with our partners. So uh, for example, in the case of Avis, what you mentioned, they're top tier customers, they're getting a bidder membership. Uh, in return as well that we're giving to all bidder members, we're giving them a discount on car rental. So it's often a win-win situation. So you can help each other. You both have a, have a, have a user base uh, as a base of customers. So if you can help each other, I think it's in, in travel is one big community. So yeah. as soon as you can help each other, not fight with each other, I think it's, I think it's, it's even stronger. So over the years, Michael, uh, how has Bidroom evolved in the technology space? Mm-hmm. Well, we are a real technology company. Um, our CTO came over more than two years ago from, from Silicon Valley, moved to, moved to us because technology is crucial in our situation. Uh, when we build a platform, we could do two things. We could source inventory hotels from third parties, from wholesalers, bad banks, or we can contract them directly. Um, the challenge, of course, is when you contract them directly, it means also you have to connect them directly. But we decided, okay, let's go for the for the difficult way. But also, I think, in my opinion, the one who's going to be most successful because you're cutting all middlemen in between, make contracts with hotels directly, but also connecting them directly. So we'd build, which means we had to build a complete infrastructure to connect hotels with us. Right. And then, believe me, that's not easy. Uh, it, it took us years to build the, 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 the advanced scalable infrastructure, which we have now. So we're able now to connect every hotel chain, almost every hotel was supporting PMS, general managers and more. And it was challenging, believe me. It's like, it's, it looks easy. Uh, I thought as well, like years ago, it's like, oh, we're just making contracts with hotels directly. And then somehow we'll connect them to some channel managers. Mm-hmm. But then we saw the real challenges in maintaining the channels and maintaining the infrastructure and everything. So we built a whole new infrastructure a bit more than two, two years ago. And since then we actually have, have our technology is, is, I think really, really important. It's actually the right. heart of, of, of the company. And I are sometimes comparing this with Formula One. Uh, as you know, I'm a Formula One fan. I think you as well, uh, oh, Christian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see that actually we build an engine. So we build a really strong engine because as a team, as, a, as, as we were looking for a great engine and we couldn't find a great engine which is actually fitting in what, what we're looking for. So it's like, like let's build it by ourselves. And mm-hmm. it takes some years to develop, but we know it's like, it's the perfect engine what we need actually to win this race. So we built we built something which is super scalable, which is quick and mm-hmm. seems to be there uh, seems to be now one of the best engines out there. Right. So for us, it's super important to have this one. At the end, it's fitting perfectly in, in bedroom and also giving us the now the, the the potential to to be the quickest and to to become a winner. And I think it was really important to 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 build it for ourselves. We've seen a lot of interest in our technology because it's so advanced that everybody wants to use our engine. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're keeping it for uh, for ourselves to win that, to win this race and become uh, successful. Mm-hmm. So that, um, looking at that with the, the continuous development of Bidroom, uh, all the different, um, incarnations of Bidroom, uh, what do you see, uh, the future as when it comes to technology, when it comes to Bidroom and the direction it's going to go? Um, and, and where do you see that happening at? Is this European or are we, is it global or, uh, what's kind of the target for it? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm really proud that we're this first mover in, in the travel subscriptions, right? And you can see now what is happening in the industry. And of course it helps us a lot as well, that it's like subscriptions become now booming in travel. So sure. what I foresee like some years ago, this is, could work. You can see now it's, it's the, the timing is perfect. And I'm really happy that we have this head start. We have these learnings from, uh, from five years. So actually we know what kind of change they are. How we know what kind of, how you can reduce churn and everything. So mm-hmm. we had a lot of learnings, which helping us a lot. 
if you're looking at, at how we're rolling out and then how we're working, we have a strong focus still on the, on the European market, mm-hmm. but also we're now preparing ourselves to go to the U.S. market because you see that we see that, uh, that um, people from the U.S. are pretty, uh, yeah, pretty converting well if you look yeah. at subscriptions. It's, yeah. it's, it's popular in there. You can see, of course, the Amazon Prime, which I also mentioned often. We're the Amazon Prime of the, the travel industry. This comparison is also made uh, several times. Yep. Um, so you can see it's, it's working there quite well. Well, I can so tell you, step is the yeah. US. Well, I can tell you as, as an American myself, I think I got like six subscriptions and maybe two or three that I actually use, <laughs> but I still, oh yeah, I have a, I have my Amazon prime account and my Netflix and my Spotify and you name it. I got lots of different subscriptions and I think, uh, um, you know, maybe you can tell me about why subscription, what, what that kind of feels because uh, I know, you know, Bidroom is a su- subscription-based platform, uh, and you made a really good comparison previously in our events about uh, ownership and uh, usability and things like this. So maybe you can explain why subscription is uh, more of the preferred method or why it's going mm-hmm. that way. Well, you're creating a real loyalty, right? You're creating a relationship, which means if somebody subscribes to your platform and paying for you to, be, to, to get access, you're building a relationship. So what you do constantly, you just try to maintain the relationship. It's not like once you send them, thank you for becoming a member. That's it. We try to give them more information. Um, also adding more services to, to keep them happy uh, by being a bit member. Mm-hmm. But you have a different approach, right? It's often, um, I love examples as you, as you might know. Yeah. If you look at the music industry, right? Before you're just buying a CD and then you just went to the shop once and then when you're buying a new CD or you're just saving some money, you go back and buy another CD. You're owning that that CD or 18 songs on it or something. Uh, and that's it. Now it's starting, right? If you're just subscribing to Netflix or to, to a Spotify, for example, you get access to something and that yeah. is different. So you're paying a recurring, a recurring fee. You become part of them. They, they start knowing you. If you go to your playlist on, on Spotify, they recommend you music because they start knowing you as a, as a, as a member. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty the same. So uh, first of all, it's for us, the acquisition way is already different, right? We have to make sure that we're acquiring a user once and from that moment, make sure he stays with us. Yep. Uh, and second of all, we, we start learning more from the user. So we are focusing on personalization, which means if Christian always books specific kind of hotels, we can recommend you the same kind of hotels yep. in different places. So I think this is also really important and you're building a relationship and by, by having a relationship, it's the best way of loyalty, right? If you, uh, people love loyalty programs if they get benefits. Yeah, in yep. this case, it's a paid loyalty program. Um, but it gives you so much benefits that you, that, that you always, like, you can see that if somebody wants to travel again, the first thing he thinks about, okay, let's go uh, back to Bidroom because I have a membership there. So driving us, of course, and really helping us in, in pushing bookings through the hotels. And it's the same if you m- travel more than once per year, it really makes sense. The same with Amazon yep. Prime. If you're ordering often on Amazon Prime, of on Amazon, you're taking a Prime membership because it saves you money at the end. So having a Bidroom membership is also is a money saver. Sure. And so I wanted to, you know, we, we talked a lot about, you know, what it's doing for the consumer, you know, the, the, the travel club member, they're getting the cheaper hotel rooms, hotels are not paying commission. Uh, you know, you got additional perks on there. It's a closed platform. So it's subscription based. So you're part 
of this community. So there's a whole bunch of different layers that, that I can see has been developed. Uh, I also wanted to ask you a bit about the hotel side. Not only are they not paying commission, um, but there's other programs, uh, including this program, I Need Hotel, uh, that was introduced by Bidroom. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about, you know, the I Need Hotel program, where that came from uh, in support of Bidroom. Mm-hmm. Well, we were really in this community building, right? And as we saw as well that education is really important. Um, we have a new business model, which was not pretty common in the industry, also for hotels, right? They're not get used to platforms like like we are, uh, maybe now more common uh, about five years ago or four, four years ago, it wasn't. Uh, maybe even to one year ago, it wasn't so yeah. um, before the pandemic. So it was always important to, to educate hotels. There's a change, the way of distribution, the way we can work together. It was not a bedroom event, right? It was kind of co- co-organized by Bidroom and sponsored by Bidroom. So of course we, we could present ourselves there, yep. but also it's good to have people around the business and share knowledge. I really am full believer in, in, in education, sharing knowledge, helping each other. And then we can see with partnerships, you're helping each other by having an, 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 an conference or an, a community, which sure. we called I Made Hotel, even though we went uh, into online recently before I was offline um, events. It really connects people. And I think it's really important. We work in hospitality and hospitality, I think is especially the industry where people want like to meet with each other and know each other and learn from each other. So it was really important to organize something, which is an informal way of be- meeting, of learning yep. uh, and networking. So, and we saw it actually, it's, it's a pretty successful event. Uh, we can see we organize in many places and I think it's really important as well for hotels to do something in return. So sure. uh, when you're a marketplace, you, you, first of all, of course, you have to make sure that your, your members are happy, which in this case, I'll just say the travelers. But at the hand, you really need the hotels as well, right? And, and, and they are happy with us and then maintaining a relationship. So what we do, like we organize those conferences, we inform them where we can help them. We also connect them, for example, during the pandemic with a new reach to make sure they can have some revenue by still have the restaurant open. We, we gave them access to content, for example, hotel.school. So we just did a lot of things as well for hotels to really help them during this, for example, the last year during the pandemic but also always in between still share knowledge, uh, yeah. industry information by having the iMeet Hotel community and platform. So uh, I guess uh, to kind of sum up here before I ask you one more question, uh, we're basically discussing what's the difference between uh, an OTA and an OTC. Uh, and maybe if you can just fill in just in case I miss a few things, but an OTA is just booking a hotel room or a hotel, you know, pays a pays a commission, uh, and then there's a middleman that gives you your room, versus an OTC, which uh, we've been describing of what Bidroom has as you know put together over the last five years is a community whereby uh, it's more transparent that there's better value for both the consumer and for the hotel. Uh, there's additional uh, marketplace perks or whatever you'd like to call them, whether it's discounts on uh, car rentals or tours. Um, uh, additionally, it's a community for both the user and also the hotel where the hotel gets more benefits from just not uh, paying the commission, but also uh, through programs like the iMeet Hotel program. Uh, what else am I missing there uh, between an OTA and OTC? 
Well, I think you summarized it quite well, uh, indeed. And then my community stands for doing it together, right? And I really see it's like we both need each other, right? Yeah. We just need the hotels, we need the customers. And then you can see some of the OTAs, they're focusing mainly on, on of course, driving revenue, uh, but it's not always a win-win situation. In my opinion, I always say, okay, I fully believe the, the benefit should be on two ways. So we make sure that the traveler has the, has the best deal. We make sure that the hotel makes more revenue. And you see in some of the cases of, especially of the OTAs, the bad OTAs we call them sometimes, yeah. is that it's not always the case, right? Yeah. So it's like, um, they're pretending if they have the best price for travelers, which in most of the cases, not the, in many cases, not even true, or they're just pushing it somehow when they're saying we are at the lowest prices, which is sometimes unfair. And in the end, they squeeze in the hotels with enormous commissions and force them with, with uh, room parity and allotments and everything. Yeah. So we, we always said, okay, we want to be a community. We want to be good guys in the industry to make it transparent and fair. And that helps us uh, a lot now. And that's why I think also you can see that that the way we're growing, we're growing super rapidly with numbers of hotels, right? We have a lot of, we got the big chains on board and now they're supporting us, yeah. uh, even though they're giving us lower prices than anywhere else we they never did before because they're supporting our community. I think it's really important by having this, this community feeling um, and, and, I think together you're so much stronger than, than focusing on, on sure. one part of the, of the industry. Yep. So, uh, last words, Michael, uh, what are your predictions for the future for, uh, let's say our online, uh, travel club community, uh, and bid room? What do you see? Do you think this is the way of the future? I think we're just in the, at the start of the subscriptions and travel. Um, I think more uh, companies will go into subscriptions. You might see some airlines go into subscriptions. You saw some hotel chains already went to subscriptions. So I think this is the beginning. I think will commission completely die? Mm. Don't think so because some of the companies, they can't change it anymore. But will be, will be their movement? Yes, for sure. So there will be more and more. Of course, you saw TripAdvisor Plus moving, uh, TripAdvisor moving with their Plus model into subscriptions. You mm -hmm. see more out of them. So this will become more more mainstream. Uh, mm -hmm. I think our our advantage is that we have the uh, and, and for sure the head start. Uh, we already have learnings from five years. We have the connectivity in place. We have a, a large numbers of hotels. So we have for sure a head start, so which is great. So mm -hmm. th this makes me proud, and that we saw actually foresee that we what we saw years ago that actually now would become booming. And, and it takes you sometimes years to prepare for, for this. So, and um, for Bidumi, there's so, so much things still going on. If you see how we're developing, I'm proud of the team. We're still growing as, as a company. Uh, I think we're the only, one of the only companies in, in travel we're still hiring. We can come out really strong of this situation. You can see memberships are more uh, more popular than ever in, in travel. We can see that the we support from the hotels is bigger than ever in our situation. So, uh, for bedroom, I think we just did <laughs> in the beginning how big and uh, successful we become. Yep. I think it's also, I'm really proud of the team uh, of the last year. So I take this opportunity as well as I'm talking about bedroom in this episode to thank the team for, for everything they're doing. Because if you see their dedication and motivation, even in pretty hard time when people actually, yep. especially in our company, love traveling everybody. That's why they're also working for bedroom. Um, they, they couldn't travel the last, last year, but still the energy every day uh, also gives me energy to make this really successful. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I meet hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter, or Hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at I meet so today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. 
Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.